I love being able to talk about brands that I use on my podcast, and I've personally been using this one for over five years. Our sponsor, Nature's Way Alive, women's multivitamin gummies are specifically formulated for women. They contain 16 vitamins and minerals, including the full B vitamin complex to help convert food into fuel and have the added benefit of supporting healthy hair, skin, and nails. With just two delicious gummies, Nature's Way Alive, women's multivitamin gummies are an easy way to feel like your best self every day. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash Gemma10 and use code Gemma10 at checkout for 10% off any alive women's multivitamins. Terms and conditions apply, valid through June 30th. There is a whole collection of black lead products at Walmart that can fit into your daily routine. And in every purchase, there is power. So show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long, because every time we buy a black led brand, we make room for another. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choice at Walmart. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products that you can add to your daily routine. Managing our money in our 20s can feel like a bit of a challenge, whether you're saving for your first car or for a big overseas trip. It can take time to get there. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you are trying to manage your money in your 20s or trying to run a small business, Intuit helps you take control through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Ugh, our 20s. The drunk dialing, the forgetting to wash our face at night, and yes, neglecting our teeth. Don't do that last one. You only get one set of teeth, so you need to protect them. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface and locks in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. Pronamel also makes a new mouthwash, which helps to repair acid-weakened enamel beyond brushing alone. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair any where you buy your toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit pronamel.com today. Hello everybody and welcome back to the psychology of your 20s, the podcast where we talk through some of the big life changes and transitions of our 20s and what they mean for our psychology. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. New listeners, old listeners, wherever you are in the world, it is so great to have you here back for another episode. Today, it's more of a chatty episode. We're going to just sit down, relax, catch up with each other's lives, mainly my life. That's how this kind of works. If you cannot tell, I am quite sick. I unfortunately have COVID which doesn't feel like it's such a big deal anymore. You know, like back in 2020, it would have been like, my God, like breaking news. Like you would have been posting about it on, you know, your Instagram story. Like people would would have been checking in on you. But nowadays I feel like it's just kind of like the flu. But oh my goodness, it has wrecked my body. It has completely wrecked my body. And it's also just come at such a terrible time. I feel like 
I guess one of the things I want to talk about today is just how much kind of pressure I've been putting on myself recently, how much I've been working and really kind of hustling towards some big goals. And I think for a while I've been really quite burnt out. And I always say this, I always think this, like if you don't take a break, your body is going to take a break for you. And I think that is definitely the case right now where like my immune system was like super low, had so much like cortisol and adrenaline, like rushing through my body, trying to like keep me sustained that of course I like got exposed and suddenly here we are, croaky voice, nasally voice, not amazing audio quality for you guys. But if you like our little catch up episodes, well, hopefully this is nice. You know, you can just listen to this on your way to work. Like you're talking to your friend, catching up, just like having a little sit down chat, which I think is really lovely. It's kind of been a while since I've done one of these as well. If you are from like the OG podcast days, you will remember how I used to just sit down with my friends and like talk about mental health and talk about our lives and our like meaningless gossip. And I think as like the podcast has kind of evolved, it's felt quite vulnerable to do that now with so many of you listening but you know what there are some things that I want to get off my chest and maybe I'm sharing because I just really hope that you can relate you know my mission has always been connection and letting all of us feel less alone through vulnerability and through candid conversations about what we're all experiencing in our 20s so I thought let's do that today let's do a little throwback to the vulnerable episodes of the past and check in So to be honest, on a scale of how I'm doing right now, I'm at like a five. There are like some things in my life that are going really, really well. You know, I have like the job of my dreams. I am madly in love at the moment to the point where it literally hurts my heart sometimes to look at this person. I'm so in love. I'm about to go traveling for two months with my sister and then with my boyfriend to LA and then New York and then to Japan, which was not on my 2023 or 2024 bucket list. And I think actually that's something I need to be really, really grateful for right now, because if you didn't know this, I used to suffer from some really extreme claustrophobia, like couldn't get on a bus or a train, couldn't get stuck in traffic, couldn't go like in a tunnel without having a panic attack, that kind of level of claustrophobia. And you bet that flying was definitely off limits to me in the past. And it was like one of my 2023 goals to get over that, to like work through that. I actually think it's quite common after the pandemic because we've spent like two, three years not really getting that exposure to traveling or to flying or to leaving you know our houses I was talking to one of my friends Josh about this and he was like yeah it's like post pandemic like claustrophobia because we've gotten so comfortable and so used used to like our own little environments our safe environments that when we're put in these like uncomfortable positions where we are not in control where we feel a sense of stuckness all the feelings around that are just like exacerbated, heightened, like extremely, extremely scary. But I went through like a lot of exposure therapy at the start of this year to kind of be able to make traveling a part of my life. I hadn't done it for so long, for like five, maybe six years because I was so scared, because I was so fearful. And that involved really pushing myself out of my comfort zone, like doing things that 
would create panic. Like I did have panic attacks, like trying to get over this fear. And then I obviously flew to London at the start of the year. I went to Bali and I'm so grateful that I did those things, even if in the moment they were so freaking terrifying. I like cried for the first like two hours of my flight to London and this like really lovely lady (laughs) kept like patting me on the arm and being like happy be happy be happy and I was like dang there are some really good people in this world like that is so beautiful but anyhow back to the point good things on the horizon like travel like all these amazing opportunities good things in my life good things on my mind however I think the more you mature the more you realize that your emotions are not always black and white you are not either unhappy or brilliantly happy. Like you can sit in the middle. You can feel everything in a week or even a day. It is so rare that we are at like the extremes of the spectrum. And I think that creates a lot of problems because then when we ask people like, oh, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? Like, give me an update on your life. We often only ever want to talk about the moments where everything's going really, really terribly. And we don't acknowledge that sometimes there can be smaller things in our lives smaller like imperfections or events or moments that although they are not like groundbreaking and life-changing either in a positive or a negative direction like they still deserve to be spoken about and we still need to be able to communicate the impact that those might be having on our mental state and I think that's kind of where I'm at right now I also feel like something I've struggled with for a long time has been like a sense of guilt feeling really guilty for feeling bad or having negative emotions when from the outside my life looks like it's going really really well and I can acknowledge that it's going really really well it's so interesting because I feel like I kind of have everything I've ever wanted right now but that doesn't necessarily mean that your life is perfect and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be completely happy and I think that with every good thing that comes into your life there's always going to be like uncomfortable things associated with that change right like your life is kind of adapting and expanding around new people around new experiences around new opportunities and that like expansion and that growth and that like flexibility is going to sometimes leave you feeling a little bit off and feeling like things are changing really really quickly and you really don't know what to do with yourself. So I think for me that really comes down to three things that I want to discuss in this like candid chat. Putting a lot of pressure on myself and the kind of resulting burnout that I've been experiencing. I think that really derives from imposter syndrome and feeling a lot of career anxiety and social comparison, which I think is all kind of blending together to create like a little bit of I'm going to be honest, like an existential crisis in my life at the moment where I'm like, is this going to make me happy for the rest of my life? Is what I'm doing right now really like, does it have that longevity? And I really hope that it does. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to that first point because I feel like I'm rambling, but firstly, putting a lot of pressure on myself. I think that if you are an overachiever, you will understand this. Or if you are a perfectionist, you will also understand this. A lot of the times, like especially young girls who are like intelligent or like quite emotionally aware, like they experience 
a lot of additional pressure placed or like weight put on their shoulders to be these like kind of golden children and often they're not really like met with the same level of reward as their like male peers or maybe their siblings or other people around them who aren't performing at that level and I'm not to like say that as if it's like wow look how amazing we are like I'm an overachiever everyone give me like a gold medal but more so that I think this is especially the case if you're like the oldest child or the oldest daughter like please raise your hand if you are an oldest daughter because I'm gonna bet you some good money that you are also an overachiever you have this like sense of like everything I have everything I do has to be perfect and everything I do has to please everyone around me and that creates a lot of pressure where when you are inevitably not able to meet that standard that you have internalized from your early childhood or from how your parents or your teachers or your mentors kind of taught you to act or imposed on you it's kind of like feels like a disaster and it leaves you feeling like super exhausted I'm finding that a lot with like I'm gonna be super honest like with the podcast at the moment where the things that I really want to talk about I get so worried that other people aren't gonna want to hear it or that it might not apply to their own lives like I did that I did like an episode on like emotional eating recently and I was like wow this has like been a huge problem for me is this a huge problem for other people will people actually find that they can relate to this and what if they can't like is that the end of my career will people be like wow she put out one episode that like didn't relate to me like I don't want to listen to her anymore and I think that that is such like a toxic standard to hold yourself by of being like I need to make everyone like me at all times I need to make content that's going to make everyone happy at all times and make sure that they feel seen and then you kind of have to sit back and be like yeah but do I feel seen like I think that's kind of the superpower of psychology and like the psychology of your 20s is that you should feel like you are not the only one going through these experiences and that someone like me who is like sharing this online is someone you can look to and be like oh my god like here is this person in their 20s who's kind of like me and is experiencing that as well I hope that makes sense like I think it's just this sense of like I do feel a real sense of responsibility to make sure that people feel like this is a safe space for them and for people to come to the show and be like, all right, I know that if there's something I'm going through, like there will be a perspective on it that's going to make me feel better. And when I do episodes that maybe I don't feel like are completely hitting the nail on the head, that makes me feel like a lot of guilt and I put a lot of pressure on myself. I also think it comes down to imposter syndrome whatever you are doing in your life I feel like imposter syndrome is so inevitable and the irony of that being like my first episode is not lost on me because even to this day like two and a half years later it is perhaps my biggest flaw like the thing that I struggle with the most so imposter syndrome is really just like this self-imposed doubt around our like skills our like intellect our accomplishments what we're doing I think wherever you are in your life, like I said, you could be working like at a bank or at a corporate job or as a nurse, or you could still be studying or you could be pursuing your music career or being like, I don't know, a stay at home daughter or whatever you're doing. There's always this sense of like, am I doing enough and am I doing it right? 
And when is everyone around me going to realize that I'm a fraud? And I think the problem with imposter syndrome that I've really come to realize is that regardless of the amount of external validation that you receive, regardless of the amount of praise, the amount of times your boss tells you that you're doing a good job, that your friends say they're proud of you, that your partner says they're proud of you, it is such a core belief that you are not good enough that it cannot be undone. So it requires like some really deep internal reprogramming. And that reprogramming, I think I'm evidence of this, does not happen overnight. It hasn't happened over two years. Like it has been a slow process of being like, if like why can I not trust the opinions of others when they say that they think I'm doing a good job or when they say that they feel comforted by what I'm doing? And further to that, like why is my own opinion of myself, why can't I have a good opinion of myself? You know what I mean? Like why is my sense of accomplishment and my sense of pride and my sense of like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something that I love and I'm doing something that gives me purpose. Why is that not enough to satisfy or fulfill this like deeper sense of failure? And I've been talking to my therapist about it, you know, sidebar therapy. There is a reason that we talk about it so much on the show. It's because it is super life changing. And what she said to me was really, really interesting. She said to me, for so long, you have internalized a set of assumptions about yourself and how you should be acting based on an unrealistic standard. You know, you look at people on social media, you look at your idols and you put them on a pedestal and you see them as these like imperfect human beings, these like brilliant people who have never experienced failure, who have always known what they were made to do and done it so well and that is just so unrealistic and it's so like one-dimensional because really we really don't get to look into other people's lives and see what they're dealing with yet we just look at this like shiny perfect beautiful flawless version of them and their accomplishments and what they've done and think well why do we deserve to feel like we could get there why do we deserve to feel good about ourselves when there is this version of me that I would like to be like this this version of another person that I am not and there's a real reason why I think social comparison in that sense is like such a a thief like a massive thief of joy because when you spend your entire life thinking that you can do better that kind of I guess line in the sand that end goal that like finish line is always going to keep moving like you are never going to be satisfied with what you have and that is something that I still I don't think can wrap my head around that who I am right now is probably and actually very much good enough and very much like a good version of me I I just keep trying to remind myself that I am not who other people think I am I am not my accomplishments I am not the things that I produce my output I am my kindness I am my generosity I am the love I show to my friends I am my tenacity I am these things that would exist regardless of whether other people could see them and that is really really important and sometimes obviously like I think it's such a it's so interesting like consuming self-help content and something that I try really hard not to try hard not to do is put forward this image that like that journey is always going to be one that is moving forward like it's always going to be one of like progress because I think sometimes we relapse it's actually I don't talk about this a lot but like some of the criticism that I get online someone like made this video about me recently that was like 
this I don't know I'm not even gonna go into it like I'm sure if you want to see it you can find it um but it was like quite critical um and it's so interesting that anyone on the internet feels that they can have an opinion about anyone and feels like that is something that they can share and I just think that like no matter who you are that lens of judgment can really stop you from being your authentic self and that experience of of this I don't even know this person but like seeing their opinion of me and their opinion really mattered to me and I was like why does it matter I don't even know this person this person has never met me this person doesn't even live in the same country as me like they have seen this very very uh one-sided point of view of my life often through the lens of social media and through my podcast and like made a lot of assumptions and those are assumptions that I know aren't correct and yet I was like sitting there being like I believe them and it's so interesting because I think that in everyone's lives there is a version of this whereby someone else has decided that they think about you a certain way whether that is a friend or an acquaintance or an ex or just like someone random who doesn't even know you some like friend of a friend and we cannot stop obsessing over their opinion I remember when I was at uni um one of my really good friends had this friend had another friend who for some reason uh just didn't like me and that's fine like you can't be liked by everyone like I certainly don't love everyone I meet I like them at least but you know you cannot be liked by everyone and it was so interesting because I had all these people who loved me and who I had the best time with and yet the only person's opinion I wanted to like change and win over was this one person who I knew was never going to change their opinion because their opinion was not based on fact so how can you alter something that is based in fiction by providing someone with like reality like you can't they've already decided to believe a certain story about you and I think that really comes to this deeper kind of lesson we need to learn of how do you deal with being disliked I think that deserves its whole episode like how do you deal with being disliked in a world where to be liked is to be valued and we put a lot of self-worth on what other people think of us. I guess that first strategy of reaffirming what you love about yourself is important. But the second strategy is really being like, why does this person need to continue to have access to you such that they can talk about you, such that they can form an opinion on you? I'm not a big fan of like blocking people or like, I don't know, I, I some people think it's petty, but you should definitely mute that person if there is someone in your life who does not like you for whatever reason even if it's someone who has a good reason to not like you like maybe like an ex-best friend or an ex-boyfriend or someone that you know you you may have hurt your only obligation is to move forward and be a better version of yourself and that sometimes requires limiting how much this person can see you they don't get to see you be better they don't get to see you be worse like their judgment of you their their vision of you their perception of you is not something that should be of your concern and so sometimes that requires just limiting it muting them blocking them whatever that takes like that is a huge component for me of dealing with dislike and then I think the third thing is just to keep it in perspective the world is so large and so big and so wide not everyone is going to like you but also it really does not matter. You are so small. You're so small. The world is so big. There are so many other people out there. And 
I know this sounds so corny, but like life is so, so short. And, you know, I don't know your beliefs, but my beliefs are that once you're gone, you know, no one is really going to remember you. And maybe they will remember you in the next 100 or 200 or 300 years. But in like 5,000, 6,000 years time, like, you know, past your lifetime, like that is a long time. And those people who had opinions of you will also be gone. Those will no longer matter. So why do they matter in this moment when you're alive? What do they really say about who you are? And what do they say about whether or not you deserve to be happy? Like, I just, I always think that. I always try and put it in perspective. And sometimes that involves really branching out and going big and being like, everyone is just like a kind of like tiny speck of sand in the universe. What's one speck of sand to another speck of sand? doesn't really mean that much that person who doesn't like you doesn't mean that much they are exactly as you are trying to figure things out their opinion is not an informed one so there's no need to change it there's no need to internalize it all you need to do is move on and realize that you deserve peace and happiness and to have a good life I'm so sorry this is such a ramble I think that I have like serious COVID brain right now I feel like that whole speech I just gave was such a fever dream but I really do hope that Maybe you got something out of that. Honestly, it deserves its whole own episode, especially since in our 20s, I think it's something that we all have to adjust to, not being liked, being disliked. It's a very common universal experience. But the other thing I really want to talk about that I've been going through, I've been experiencing, has to do with body dysmorphia. I love being able to talk about brands that I use on the podcast, and this is a brand that I've been personally using for over five years. Our sponsor, Nature's Way Alive Women's Multivitamin Gummies, are specifically formulated for women. They contain 16 vitamins and minerals, including the full B vitamin complex to help you convert food into fuel. They also have calcium and vitamin D to support bone health and healthy hair, skin, and nails. And for those of you who may be watching your sugar intake, they now have a zero sugar version made with plant-based sweeteners, including stevia extract and monk fruit extract. With just two delicious gummies, Nature's Way Alive Women's Multivitamin Gummies are an easy way to feel like your best self every day. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash Gemma and use code Gemma10 at checkout for 10% off any Alive Women's Multivitamins. Terms and conditions apply, valid through June 30th. Many people feel anxious when they think about their finances. It can be really overwhelming, stressful, even feel hopeless, especially when we're in our 20s and we're first starting out and not really sure what to do. But when you have a solid financial plan in place, this anxiety turns into confidence. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you are trying to manage your money in your 20s or trying to run a small business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit helps you take control through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks and MailChimp. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. 
let's get into it. There is a whole collection of black lead products at Walmart that can fit into your daily routine. And in every purchase, there is power. So show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. Because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choice at Walmart. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products that you can add to your daily routine. Ugh, our 20s. The drunk dialing, the forgetting to wash our face at night, and yes, neglecting our teeth. Don't do that last one. You only get one set of teeth, so you need to protect them. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface and locks in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. Pronamel also makes a new mouthwash, which helps to repair acid-weakened enamel beyond brushing alone. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair and anywhere you buy your toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit pronamel.com today. Body dysmorphia is interesting because I think that it is not as well understood as we would hope that it would be, right? I think it's part of our dialogue in such a, in such a limited way where we all have a sense of what it means to experience body dysmorphia, to experience perhaps shame around what we look like. But we don't understand how it really manifests. So what it really is, is like this persistent kind of intense focus on the parts of our of ourselves, of our bodies that we don't really like. And it's not always like a constant thing. For some people it is. For some people it lasts for so many years. And I just cannot imagine how mentally exhausting that would be. But speaking of my own experience, it kind of comes in waves and it's always triggered by something. And this time... It was triggered by me shrinking my jeans in the wash. I know that is so stupid, but you know what I was never taught slash told is that you can't put your jeans in the dryer. Did not know that. So, of course, washed all my denims, my lovely Levi's jeans, because Levi's are a classic. They're the only jeans I wear. Not sponsored, but please. Um, Anyhow, so I washed all my jeans and then I put them in the dryer because I wanted them to be dry. And then I like, you know, a couple days later, I was like, oh, gonna put on my favorite blue jeans my baggy dad jeans from Levi's they look great they make my butt look amazing couldn't zip them up literally could not do them up over my belly like over my stomach and I was like oh my god I have gained like five kilos in like two days how has this happened like oh my god I've like something is wrong like am I bloated am I pregnant no I'm not pregnant no I'm like all of these like impossible ideas and then I was like God, like, I've just, of course, like, I'm just not taking care of myself. Like, I've put on all this weight. I'm such a failure. And I was like, holy crap. Like, I don't want to be that 16 year old version of myself again who worried about these things. And yet, I do. I worry about them all the time as if they really mean something deeper about myself. And so, I think that's something I've been really struggling with. And when you don't feel okay in your body, in your vessel, in this like physical form that you inhabit, it's really hard to go out and live your life as someone who is confident and someone who feels comfortable taking up space. It's something that I struggle with where I'm like, okay, if I'm not having a great day, I feel uncomfortable in my body. I feel ugly. There's some kind of like imperfection on my skin or my jeans aren't doing up because I put them in the fucking dryer. Like suddenly the rest of my day is ruined. Um, and I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be observed. 
I feel less productive, I feel less useful, I feel like this real intrinsic sense of shame and I just think that is so like something that I wish I could just take away. There are always these things that I think we deal with that we wish we could snap our fingers and never have to deal with again and I think that that body dysmorphia, that sense of insecurity is definitely one of them for me and then my friend said something really amazing she there's my friend Al she's on the two broke chicks podcast if you're not listening to that podcast it's another really amazing Australian podcast that is incredible they like talk about um kind of like life advice but mainly like financial tips for your 20s and you know two broke chicks they're broken funds rich in life I think they're amazing and Al was like you need to stop thinking that your clothes carry some kind of social worth you have to stop thinking that your clothes are there to prove a point about who you are and your value they are inanimate objects it is literally just a bunch of fabric sewed together it means it is nothing deeper than that it means nothing more than that all it is is like I think if you go back to like what clothes were originally used for it's like to shield yourself from the elements but I think this like kind of modern day society especially one that's like completely being like co-opted by social media and social comparison has made it so that we see things that are normally so you know just so basic as clothing as meaning so much more and she was like Gemma you just need to go and buy yourself a new pair of jeans like if this is this like thing in your environment this thing in your life that is making you feel bad why would you not change that like if you were eating a certain food and you kept like having an allergic reaction or it kept making you feel uncomfortable or feel yucky like you would stop eating that food if you had a friend in your life who every time you hung out with them was making you feel terrible about yourself again and again and again you would stop seeing that person if you have this pair of jeans or this dress or these shorts or whatever it is that every time you put on they make you feel bad about yourself they make you feel uncomfortable get rid of those jeans like you have the agency and the responsibility to live a life that is as comfortable as you would like it to be and that includes feeling a sense of comfort towards your body like at the end of the day and I always try and say this obviously I probably need to hear this reminder a little bit more your body is just a tool it is just a vessel for your soul and your personality and your values and the love you give yourself and you give others it is just like a physical physical being it's not a representation of your value as a person it just is and like obviously you want to treat your body with respect and show it love but it really isn't deeper than that I don't think and I don't think that how you look should be the biggest determinant of how you act and I know that's a lot easier said than done obviously I'm saying this from perspective of someone who definitely needs to hear that a little bit more or at least believe it but I think if you're someone who's struggling with that know that you are not alone know that you are not the only one who is being held back by something that you might you know think is silly like I think when we also start being like oh my god it's so stupid that I feel this way that shame is that that, you know that self-shame of trying to shame us shame ourselves out of a belief is only going to do more harm um so maybe it's comforting to hear that there are so many other people out there who are going through the same thing I want to finish on like 
some good things. I feel like maybe I'm just sick and I just I'm like wanting to have a little bit of a complaint. Like I couldn't go to therapy this week because of my COVID. So I'm like using you guys as my therapist. I'm so sorry for the vicarious trauma and the trauma dumping. But I do want to finish with like a few updates of like things that are going well. I know I spoke about it in my last life update about healthy love, but I've been getting so many questions. Yes, I am really, really in love and I'm still with that person and maybe I'll talk about it more and maybe I'll have a mum for an episode, but I just want to thank you guys for all your really lovely messages of people being like, I've been listening to you since you were single, since you did that episode with your ex and I think it's so amazing that you found someone and it is really amazing. It is so amazing to be experiencing what I would call healthy love for the first time and we're going to Japan together for a month which I'm not gonna lie is kind of terrifying me I've never been overseas with like a partner before with a boyfriend before any advice would be amazing and I think anything that's new is gonna cause anxiety and and discomfort especially if you're someone who is anxious like myself but yeah we're just super excited to be doing that we've like we're going to go skiing we're gonna go obviously to Tokyo I really want to go to Disneyland. I don't know if he's convinced, but I'm like happiest place on earth. I would love to visit that place at least once. And maybe it won't be as happy. Maybe it will be like overpriced and like hectic and crazy, but I am want to have that experience. Also, apparently the food is great. So if you've been to the Tokyo Disneyland, can you let me know? Is it worth going? It's kind of expensive, but I'm also like, let's live out our inner child fantasies. Like I always wanted to go to Disneyland when I was a kid. Why not fucking do it? I'm also doing like something really new for the podcast in December. Here is your sneak peek if you have listened this far. All December, we are doing only guest episodes. So it's like 12 days of Christmas, but it's the 12 days of guests. And I have been hustling hard to get you guys the very best guests, the most informed, most amazing people who can come on the show and and talk through some really incredible topics we're going to be talking about. ADHD we're going to be talking about the medic like medicating for anxiety we're going to be talking about like how you can use confidence to manifest your best life financial anxiety so many other things that's something I'm really looking forward to I think treating the podcast as a creative project rather than as a job has really helped me feel less pressure to like always be doing something perfect and always be thinking about like what's next treating it as something that I enjoy because I do really enjoy it and I think talking to other people who have a similar passion for the topics that I want to discuss and that I talk about in my own life is such a valuable part of like you know growing this community and and making the show as good as it can be and also making me really happy to be doing it so guys I'm so excited for you to hear these episodes like I just feel like some of the people we have on they're going to be like such a surprise And they're just so lovely and they're so informed and they're so passionate. And aren't those people just like the best people in the world? I was talking about this with a friend the other day. Like sometimes you just meet someone and you're like, you just like, you just, you're so bright and you are so passionate and meeting someone who is passionate about something. Those people are like gold. Those people are like the best people in the world to care so deeply about things that everyone else is going through or things that you're going through things that are nuanced things that are hard to explain is just like things that are like beyond you is just like one of the best traits I see in other people so super pumped about that Christmas is going to be a freaking bomb I'm going to be in New York I'm really hoping it's going to snow 
and I guess, you know, I've had a lot, of, lot to complain about in this episode, but I am really happy. And I feel like, like I said at the start, you don't always have to feel fine and you don't always have to feel like everything in your life needs to be going perfectly for you to feel good. And you don't always have to feel like even if everything is going perfectly, you're not allowed to still be sad or still have down days. So I hope that this episode has served as a reminder to you of that fact. Thank you for putting up with my sicky COVID voice for this episode if you have made it this far. Just part of life, you know, I feel like I knew this was going to happen. The burnout train was coming for me very steadily. It's a good reminder to rest and to let myself take some time off to just actually take care of myself and take care of my health. So thank you so much for coming along for a little catch up, coming along for a candid chat with me about how I'm going and what's going on, you know, in my life. Of course, we will be back regularly scheduled programming on Friday with another amazing episode, one that I, oh, I really want to tell you what it is. But you know what? We're going to build some suspense. Be back here on Friday and you'll know what it is. But thank you so much for listening. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you are listening right now. Give us a follow so you can be alerted when new episodes come out. And if you have an episode suggestion, if you have an opinion, if you want to like just make a little comment, say hi, please follow us at That Psychology Podcast. You can see more stuff behind the scenes, some video clips, whatever. What's going on? What's going on in the podcast life, in the podcast sphere? I'm rambling. I'm talking absolute shit right now. Maybe it's time for me to go. So thank you so much again. And we will be back on Friday with another episode. Ugh, our 20s. The drunk dialing, the forgetting to wash our face at night, and yes, neglecting our teeth. Don't do that last one. You only get one set of teeth, so you need to protect them. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface and locks in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. Pronamel also makes a new mouthwash, which helps to repair acid-weakened enamel beyond brushing alone. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair any where you buy your toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit pronamel.com today. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock, one at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8am to 8pm with giveaways dropping every hour on the hour. It is the perfect time to try, like and share black lead products. It's free, it's for everyone and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black lead products that are creating a new world of choice at Walmart. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on I'm people that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.